The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Beyond the pitch, beyond the results, we're here to connect fans, getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club because we're not just fans, we're a team. With two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health, we understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Hello and welcome again to New York Talk. This is the Rotherham United podcast and we have a positive result to talk about, which always makes it a bit more fun. Um, South Yorkshire Derby, another South Yorkshire came and went, and this time ends up with a 2-0 win in the end, uh, although not helped by certain things, which we'll come on to as we talk about the game. Um, we have once again a full house. Danny ogden Gloves is with us. Thanks for joining us, Danny. Hello, it's always nice to be here. Uh, Benjamin's with us as well. Hello. And Mick is not in a Wednesday shirt this week, but he is back in the car park in Wales. <laughs> I've been in touch with North Wales Ambulance Service and told them not to run any ambulances for the next hour. Uh, so, so death rate might go up in North Wales, but at least we'll have a quiet podcast. Yeah, you know, it's around about, isn't it? You know what I mean? They should respect Rotherham United as a club enough not to <laughs> try and save people in this next hour or so, to be fair. So. Absolutely, yeah, right. Quite right. <laughs> um, there's plenty of positive to talk about from yesterday. Uh, well, from Saturday, sorry. Um, this is going to go out on Monday morning, so that's where we sometimes get the days mixed up. Um, <laughs> the one big negative we, we are going to talk about first because we need because it, it's been all over social media, all over Twitter, if you don't, Facebook, and everything else. Um, some Donny fans are really not made their, their club look good. Um, a, Mimicking or taking the mickey out of uh, an autistic uh, guy at the match. Um, these type of things, Mick, whether it's racism, sexism, abusing, things like this, it, it's just a, it's a joke that's still ongoing, these things. And whoever they are, need to, hopefully will be identified. I don't know if we're a, a short but very <coughs> to the point statement. Um, and hopefully these idiots can be identified and banned. Yeah, quite right. But it's as simple as that, isn't it? You know, you've got football's sort of renowned for certain sections of supporters, you know, struggling to struggling to be able to muster one brain cell between between a lot of them, aren't they? You know what I mean? And um, it's clearly what's that, what's been happening there. Um, thick as I can't think of the right word that's uh, that's polite, but you know, yeah. Hopefully they'll get a ban. Uh, hopefully they'll get banned. Mm. They don't deserve to be. Um, they attending football matches, do they? They're just scum of the earth. Yeah. Ben, Danny, what you two want to add? Just other than that they're idiots and the band. Um I think it's just it's just it's just not nice to see at football. I know we've got a rivalry with Donny, but to take it to that personal level, it, it's just unnecessary. But from what I have seen on social media uh, one of the Rotherham players has been in touch with Paul Davis asking if he has any info about the fan who was affected because they want to put forward a gesture towards him. So that's that's great to see that we've reacted so promptly and gone, let's do something. Not 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 to like help help the situation, but at least like make them feel just a little bit better after being abused at a mm. football match, which is yeah. never nice to see. And I hope the two guys 
who are on the video doing it. I hope they get banned for a very long time, if not a life ban, because it's no has no place in modern football stuff like that. Or anywhere else for that matter. Yeah, or anywhere else no. for that matter. Yeah. I agreed. Ben agree? Yeah, I I ain't really got what to say about it. It's 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 embarrassing, it's awful. But I mean it brings it shows the good in some people, like you said, because some of them players are reaching out, so at least it's brought some good. But uh, yeah. yeah, I ain't really got what to say about it. Yeah, to be fair, most Tony fans were right. There were there were a few idiots, as there always is, towards the family family stand end, trying to give abuse to the Rodham fans, trying to get through. Um, so this is not us tarring all Donny Donny fans as scumbags and this that and the other. This is just a, a, a minority, which unfortunately many clubs do have this minority. But thankfully, these two have been identified. And so hats off to the person that filmed it for sort of spotting it and filming it and and bringing it to the attention of everybody as well, because that's important as well. These things. Whether it is this or any other type of abuse, it needs to be identified and pursued. Um, so hopefully, they get pursued. Um, yeah, so let's talk about the game. Um, it was the first forty-five minutes. Mick was probably as com- well five games in. It's certainly the most comfortable forty-five minutes. We'll talk about the second half separately, but the 40- first forty-five minutes was just <coughs> easy. Yeah, it was straightforward. Wasn't it? Straightforward. Uh, probably could have had more. Um, I thought as a team. We, we, we controlled the game really, really well. Um, I think we controlled the game really well for the 90 minutes, to be honest with you. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, it, it, it was comfortable. I think that's, that is the best way of describing it, weren't it? Um, you know, we talked on the, uh, the scouting report um, that came out on Friday about um, the fact that Donny liked to have possession of the ball, um, which is great. It's all well and good. And we've seen teams like this before, you know, at a, at a, at a higher level. Um, and, and further down that route of, of that the, the Donny are clearly going of, of trying to maintain possession of the ball and, and, and so on and so forth um, but they were ineffective they were completely and utterly ineffective first half and second half particularly in the first half you know they didn't create anything at all um, and and you know it's a great idea this this you know let's start with the basis of maintaining possession of the ball and work from there how many teams have you seen that are actually able to work from there? You know, Man City can do it. Uh, Barcelona could do it. Uh, anybody else that you've seen? Realistically? In my, in so our lifetime, I know you can go back to total football of Ajax a long, yeah, long time ago. I was about, I was about to say, yeah, yeah. And then yeah, but it, it, it's, it's all well and good. But unless you've got the players that are able to turn that sort of possession into 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 dangerous situations, into game-winning situations, uh, it's, it's, it's pointless. And th- those players are not available at League One level, Championship level, not even bottom half at Premiership level. You know what I mean? Top there's like, there's, for me, there's three, four players in the world that are effective in that system. And yeah. one of them's messy. Like, because, yeah, it's all good having ball, but unless you've got De Bruyne, Iniesta, Xavi in that middle, you're just going to pass it around back for 90 minutes. Yeah, and we've seen it. We've or, seen it time and again, haven't yeah, we? It's, you see Premier League t- teams try and do it, and it's what's, what's the point? Pass, pass, pass. Oh, can't be bothered with this. Go along. That's what Donny did. Oh, we're going to be Guardiola, Guardiola, Guardiola. Pass, pass, pass. Oh, I'm going to it long. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, I struggle to understand it. Even at top level, yeah, I don't see football it, like that, man. Football's a counter-attack. In League one, you need to be pragmatic. You need to have two or three different ways of playing. And you're right, Mick. I remember Sheffield United. This is a long time ago. What, 2000, the League One promotion season. Sheffield United under yeah. David Weir, who didn't last very long. They were the epitome of it. They knocked mm. it around their back four for almost four five minutes in the first half, but got nowhere. Yeah. They got a goal for one reason or another, and then second half we just obliterated them. And that that was pretty much what Donny tried to do. Um, yeah, Donny, Donny, Danny, Donny, Danny. Um, they were. They've got problems. If that's the best they've got, and if they don't strengthen in the next two or three days, they have got serious problems. They're going to be down there. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't help that the majority of their forward line is either out injured or out of favour. It's like when we, when we were talking on the scouting report, um, Omar Boggle was trying to be sent out somewhere, uh, but anyone even in the squads against us. And then 
their usual forward threes out injured. So they're in a bit they're in a bit of a rough spot at the minute. But <clears throat> like you said, the system they're trying to they're trying to play. Uh, if you have to have a lot of quality in your squad to, for it to be effective, and if your front three, like usual front threes, out injured, you'll have to try and adapt your system. It's like they didn't play with a recognised striker against us, and they mm. haven't done for a few games, and that's why they haven't scored. You know, you, you have to play a striker to, to score. Really, like you know, odd, odds on if you play a striker, you score. You can't rely on midfielders to score all the time. <clears throat> the only midfielder who scored for us uh, is Ben Wiles. Like in terms in terms of yeah. league football, he's been wild. Um, but Donny's game against us, like like they said, they would play a possession game, and they did. They did have the vast majority of the ball, but they just weren't like effective with it. You know, they knocked it about, mm-hmm. knocked it about, knocked it about, lost it, and then we went and capitalised on it on a couple of occasions. The only shame for me is that we didn't punish them more. I know, I know that that sounds really bad that we didn't like punish our local rivals, but. You know, when we went down to 10 men, which I'm sure we'll talk about in a minute, it just sort of made us go, you know, stand off. Yeah. And that's when we invited our own pressure. But, yeah, with the way Donny play, they'll have to try and figure something out unless they're hoping to not get blasted too hard until their front three comes back. But, you know, if you want to play a possession game, that's fine, but you have to be effective with it. Yeah, 100%. Um, let's move it back to us. Um, if anybody missed the starting line, there was a few changes uh, due to injuries. So two or three changes from last week's starting eleven. The back back four, three three plus keeper was exactly the same. Hardingwood, Icky, and Johansson. Um, but midfield three again was the same. Wiles, Lindsay, Rathbone. Um, then that's the changes came. So Savile has started um, where he finished on the right hand side of the five. Uh, Mikael Miller came in on the left hand side. Smithy kept his place, and Freddie came in. Uh, in place of JJ. Um, let's start with Miller. Let's get Miller out of the way because there are a lot of positives to talk about Mikael Miller and we will talk about them. But there's also a couple of moments. It wasn't just one moment of stupidity, it was two moments of stupidity for me. Um, ben, talk about the red card first. Let's get the negative part out of the way. The red card. When you are on a yellow card, that tackle was stupid. It's the stupidest thing I've ever seen a football player do. Well, it is. That, 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 it throws it all for me. For me, no, for me, that throws all the positives out the window because we go and lose that game three two. Yeah, you played well. So what? It cost us the game. This is the stupidest thing I've ever seen anyone do on a yellow card. I'm being dead serious. There'd be some. There'd be some punches thrown if I'm in that. Then what the hell is that? Are you being for real in this day and age? Going in like that on no card is stupid in this football day and age. I... I didn't see his yellow card. Uh, his first yellow card. I went because I didn't. I went in the ground at that point, but he deserves to be out for three games. I said this, and it sounds childish, but he deserves to be out for three games. Think about it, because that is stupid. I bet there's naughty stepped him. Yeah, well, he'd be out for five, six <laughs> games if I were. What the hell is that? Oh my god! But the one of the questions is the referee gave a straight red card. Yeah, Ben is that a straight that. red card? From our perspective, no, we don't have the re- we weren't five feet away, you know. Uh, he might have gone in with two feet from what I remember, he might have, he might have not. I don't know. It's a yellow card, I don't know if it's a straight red, but he's already not. on a yellow, he's already on a yellow. Um, so maybe I don't know. I personally know from my angle, but I'd have to see another perspective to give you a hundred percent decision. Yeah, uh, the first yellow make again was right in front of us, and the first was almost as stupid as the the second foul, because it, it's four minutes in, whatever it were, and I can accept him pulling him back. I, I I almost want him to. I want him to give that foul away there because they can break away. But it was yeah. the fact he grabbed his shirt and swung him round, and it left the referee with absolutely no option but to give him a yellow card. If it had just done a slide pull and, and fouled him, then yeah. fine. It, referee probably wouldn't have booked it. It was the obviousness of it. And yeah. It's just just a, such a silly thing to do. Yeah, he, I mean, he, he just kept hold of his shirt, and he? he kept running, and he kept hold of his shirt instead of giving him a tug back. And he's got plenty of pace to keep up with him anyway. You know, it would. You, you're right. It, it was right to give to, to to make the foul in that position. I don't have a problem with it, like you. Uh, the issue is just the fact that he just kept hold of his shirt and kept pulling. 
uh, until referee blew his whistle. It was almost as if he were, you know, come on, book me kind of thing. It, it had to be yeah. booked. Um, and, and there was no need for it necessarily because, like you said, he could have just given him a tug and then, and then, and then caught him up because he's, he's got pace to, pace to burn, hasn't he? So, yeah, I mean, the second one for me, I can't see how the referee sees that as a straight red. It's beyond me at all. Completely we can't see me. the angle. So no, I get that. I, I understand that. But it was a genuine attempt to play the ball. He was just late. He was late. It was a yellow card. No question about that. I have no issue with it. Unless he has gone in with two feet. And I don't. it just certainly didn't he appear that, that way to me. I thought it was. Um, I thought it did, if I'm being honest. Well, the, the people what, the replay? Told, were closer to it. I haven't seen a replay, though. The, the replay, the, to the it, only... Say not. It, it looks really dramatic because the way, way he's gone in has forced the player to sort of flip a little bit, which then makes it look really dramatic. And the referee didn't wait. The referee was straight out there with the straight red. I don't think it was right. Danny, what are your views on both yellows? Well, both yellow and red. Um, his, his first yellow I couldn't really see because I, I'm in the north stand, so I'm quite a ways away from you a lot. But mm. um, for, for his second one, I, 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 I honestly don't know why the ref's giving him a straight red because... As I saw it, as it happened, because it was like this way from where I was, and on the replay, he's he's late in the challenge and he needs booking for it, but mm. it isn't serious foul play, and he hasn't done it with intent. He's, he's taken every touch, and then to try and make up for it, he's hit the player, um, mm. which is exactly which is exactly what's just happened in the Man United Wolves game, but there was no foul at all given for that one, and Man United went and scored one from it. But but with with Miller it was a heavy touch. He's tried to recover from it. He's very late on the player. But for me, it's not a straight red card. If if the ref just gave gave him another yellow and then sent him off, that's fair enough because he's already been booked. But if I, if I'm right, if you get a double yellow, is it only a, a single game ban? But if it's a straight red, it's a three. So yeah, depending on the circumstance of the red card, yeah, it's violent, effectively violent conduct, which will go down as a three game ban. Yeah, but it's not worth a three-game ban for that. It's worth a slap on the wrist in a single-game ban, which is, all right, fair enough. But yeah. So I've made your mind up that quickly that it's a red card challenge when he's already on a yellow card. It's like like it's instant instant uh, reaction to it. It's just, oh, send him off. Yeah. yeah. You know, just put referee. The, yeah, like just, he's off. Like that. It's like, that's a little bit too quick for me. But then again... That referee was a bit all over the place, in my opinion. Like, you know, I'm sure some people say he had a good game, a bad game. But for me, he was just all over the place. He always seemed like two paces behind the behind the game, weirdly. If mm. that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the, the, one of those things where he's made some in, very inconsistent decisions. Um, he, he have, in, in the end, his decision-making didn't cost us anything in the game, but his decision-making could cost us in the next two or three games. Because of because of the decision to give him a straight, because it'll not get overturned. Um, mm. Because from the from the replay, you can sort of see if if Miller's foot was quite high, then it's a red card. But the replay doesn't show you that because we only got one replay. So because there isn't a second or third replay, you can't overturn it because you haven't got enough evidence. Um, so that will wait to be confirmed. But I am ninety nine percent certain it'll be a three game ban. But that'll be. I don't know if the Papa John's counts a game though. That's something that might work in our favour. I doubt it, but. Hopefully, I think it, will. it does. Yeah, it That's does because it's EFL. They sometimes don't count cup competitions, like FA Cup sometimes doesn't count towards, or it, they change the rule a couple of years. We'll find out. We'll find out and get back to people on that one. I'm not sure. Um, but for all the daftness and silliness of that, Mick, he was, if he hadn't have got sent off, he wouldn't have got man of the match because Smith had got man of the match, and we'll come on to that as well. But Mikel Miller was superb in the first half. Yeah. It was outstanding, mate. It was absolutely outstanding, uh, and it shows what he's capable of. You know, he, he was he was heavily heavily involved in both goals, but certainly the first one, uh, that mm. that ball through to Smith was just an absolute peach, following a, a really really good run as well. So so he's got a lot to give as Mikel Miller, um, and he, he's 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 uh, he's going to be good for us this season. It's going to be very good for us uh, if he can just get that out of his game, that daft. That daftness, it's not the first time. It's the second time he's been sent off for us, isn't it? Uh, he's got a touch of, <laughs> yeah, he's got a touch of the Joe Maddox in there that he needs to just sort of mm. rein in a little bit. Not too much, 
not too much to to be to end up being Papi like that Neves bloke from uh, from Wolves earlier on. But he's stupid. He's not aggressive. He's not a physical guy. He's just no, he's not. No, you're right. Absolutely. It was just silly. Yeah, just yeah. Daft. Uh, yeah, daft. but he's, yeah, you say take it rain a little bit. So he's not. He's not. He's not a. Oh, I'm a shoulder barge. You know, it's just a, I'm gonna do a stupid foul and stupid. But, foul. but he is more aggressive. If you, yeah, they are if physical you foul. To but if, if, if you compare him to Chio, but he is much more aggressive yeah. than Chio. He's more aggressive. Much he's more not aggressive. more physical. He's not more physical. He's more aggressive. But aggression's part of the game. I mean, aggression's part yeah. of that. Oh, it's not, not anymore. Not anymore. We're not. We're not doing that, are we? <laughs> uh, but that, 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 that's, that second foul. I want him to do that. I want him to go make those fouls. If he wants to I go to the ball, go and do it. Yeah. You can't, I don't want to see that taken away. That's what I mean by aggression. I, I want him to see. Yeah. I, I don't really want to see the first one, but the second one. I want to see that. But Chia, yeah, for example, Chia wouldn't do that. that that's why he's got something over Chia. I don't see Chia getting stuck in for those tackles because he's not that aggressive. So that's where he has a points win over, over Chia, but Chia's got other areas as well. But that's why they yeah. complement each other. That's why they're, they're two of the most exciting wingers in the league for me. Um, yeah, the, the run and little nick inside, Danny, for the first goal was just beautiful. Yeah, it was. It was. I mean, but both, both of Smith's goals are really good. But especially for the first one, because of the build-up play behind that and, and Miller's assist to it, <laughs> it, it I, I won't say because it, both goals sort of complement each other. But because of you've you've got the build-up to the first one and then the cross and then Smith's little little dink past one of the defenders and then just slots it under um, under Dahlberg. It, it it's a it's a really good sort of like pairing goal if that makes sense. Like it's a couple's goal mm. where the assist complements the goal at the same time. You know, it's just good, yeah. good, good, a good footballing goal. We'll say that rather than being a bit scrappy, like you see with some assists. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, 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 we've like we've we've all I think a pursuit for all of us. We've all liked Miller since the first day we saw him. He just didn't fit in last season. He's he hasn't fit in yet till now. He's shown he's shown on Saturday why he wants to be in that team. Why he thinks he probably should be in that team. Um, he's potentially not really? going to get a game. What? What's up now? Nah. The first one, the first yellow card says Chewie wants to be in that team. Uh, the first yellow, yeah, the, the first yellow card's stupid. It's not the right thing by giving the fact by making the foul. Yeah, he's, he's the just continued the foul for too long. So, so yeah, he's, he's played the team game by by making. We took one for the team essentially when he needed to make the foul. He just was a bit daft with it, carried the foul on for so long. Yeah, it, it took one for the team, but like in a minute where you don't have to. That makes yeah, sense. That's true. Yeah. Like, yeah, like, if he does, he does that later in the to. game, then fair enough. But because he's doing it in the fourth minute, it's like just calm down just a little bit. Yeah. You know what I mean? But, but like, like he says, the, way, the reason he's got the other car is because he's on for too long. If it's a quick pull and, and off you go, then that's the referee's decision. But because he's held on for so long, referee has to book him mm-hmm. because he's, impe- he's impeding the player and impeding play. Hmm. Yeah, and that's probably it's almost that's almost his month done with the Lincoln game being postponed. He won't be back if it's a three game ban, which we obviously assume it is. He won't be back playing until the twenty eighth of September, which is Wimbledon at home on a Tuesday night. So that's a big. It's a month. It's almost a month out of season, which is a, which is a big blow for him. Um, but that's football, isn't it? Moving on. Um, sadly, I start on the right hand side, Ming. I thought he did pretty well. I don't think he was outstanding. I don't think it was amazing. But he showed a lot more than he has done in any of his previous games. Yeah, he did. He did. And, and do you know, this is the first... The, having said all that, it's the first time I think I've seen what Warney was saying about him trying too hard. I, I still think he is, particularly on Saturday. I just thought that if he'd relaxed a little bit more uh, into the game, he, he would have he would have got even more out of him. He's definitely got it, hasn't he? He's got the ability mm. to skip past the player. He can, he can, he can take a player on. He can put a ball into the box. He's got, he's got some power behind those efforts. He puts on goal. You know, he's, he's got, he's got the tools. Um, but I just felt, I, I just felt that he was trying a bit too hard and trying stuff that was unnecessary at times. Um, so, but it, yeah, he's a good player. There's no doubt he's a good player, and there's no doubt he's got something to offer this team. Um, it just. I, I, yeah, he's got that threat looming over him, Chio, hasn't he? Mm. At the moment, because yeah. of the position that he's playing in, the, because of the position that Warren is putting him in, um, and and he knows that sooner or later Chio's going to be back next game. Chio's going to be back, and that position on that right hand side is, is is no longer going to be available to him. 
on the flip side of that, Miller's now suspended for three games, yeah. so that might open a position up for him on that left-hand side, dependent on uh, on Ferguson. So we'll have to wait and see, won't we? But yeah, I thought he played all right, and, and there's some really good flashes of um, of what he's capable of, definitely. Ben's still not convinced. No, I thought he played all right until he got scrappy, okay. and then he was awful. We're tracking back. I don't. I don't, I don't understand trying to ride. I, I don't. That that doesn't make sense. Um, trying to not trying too hard to me is not failing to trying too hard is that if failing to track back when you're ten on ten men is trying too hard then I mean, no, I, I, I don't anymore. I don't. I don't. I don't mean physically trying too hard. I don't mean physically being everywhere and trying to be involved in everything. I mean mentally. But his approach to the game, it's more a mental thing, I think, than a physical. You know, you know, trying to be everywhere on the pitch all the time, um, just trying, trying to, trying to impress constantly, trying to impress by by doing a flick here or a flick there or or, or whatever. That that's my sort of perception of it, rather than you know him running everywhere on pitch and and wearing himself out. That's not what I meant. Well. Well, if you waste the fight, you need to get your fitness up then. But um, I don't know what this. You see, James, you see, you see James Milner doing it. I don't know what difference is. Yeah, but uh, when you say he's got the ability to take it past the player, I don't see that. I've never seen that. I don't think he's got the pace. Up. He, he, has, he had Doncaster's left back on toast multiple times <laughs> on Saturday. Yeah. And he was unlucky not to get an assist. Unlucky. It was, also, yeah. it was offside, but unlucky that Lindsay's straight offside. I don't see it. Personally, I, don't, I just don't see it. I just don't see it. I don't think he's good enough. I, I, I think with, with, with sadly, like like Mick says, he's desperate to do something. You mm. know, to do something to keep him in that team because he knows that the battle for that right hand side, or, or at least on the wings, he's he's got a battle with Miller and Ferguson for the left hand side, and then with Chio for the right hand side. So, whenever he's got that starting berth, like with like against Accrington. Um, and against Doncaster, he just wants to do something to say to Warney, this is what I can do for this team. And like, and like you say, he was very unlucky for Lindsay's goal to be offside because that, it were a really good cross. Mm. And on multiple occasions, he's gone down that right-hand side. Had, was it Horton who was there, left left side, left back? I'm not sure. Something like that, yeah. Uh, yeah, but he's, he's, got, he's gone yeah, past him. And even with, with Donny fans booing him, he's got that thing of I need to do something, I need to try and prove to them that they were wrong um, like, I keep me on the bench, effectively and until and Warnie has said that Chio is going to play less minutes in games because he's so important, if that makes sense, mm. like, in terms of he doesn't get a running injury rather than a, a physical injury Top <laughs> but, yeah <laughs> So sadly, we might see sadly more. Sadly, he might start some games and Chio come on for him, which might work out a little bit better. Or Chio might be the pace at the start of the game, and sadly is the one who keeps the torch going in terms of having that ability to beat people. But but he's, he's, he's shown what he can offer. He just needs to, in his own head, I mean, he feels as though he needs to do something big in a game, like an assist or a goal, or some fantastic mm-hmm. skill movement. That shows warning why he should be starting. Yeah, yeah. I, I really want him to do well. I, 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 he has got the tools. He's got everything he needs to be that man. And it's, it's just not quite worked. Um, I think yesterday, if, if you know if they scored yesterday, in front of Donny, I think that could have been that spark. It, I think it. I think it just gave him that little bit of jolt. Um, but not to be. I had a couple of chances. Keeping a good save from one of his chances. Um, so yeah, let is let what, us move the, on. The, the the one where he cut in in front of their fans, yeah, we're cutting and shot, or he, he yeah. could have pulled back yeah. instead. What a good save! <laughs> it's a bit big. Well, give us made himself big, and it give us made himself big, and it, it's anything, right, 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 right. but it's done well to make himself big. Greedy, greedy gate, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> you got to allow him to be greedy. I'm fine, nah, with I don't, I don't, yeah, I, yeah, that's fine. Well, yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I wanted him to shoot. Especially in front of Danny fans. Yeah, that would be beautifully if he scored. Um, moving on to the man of the moment, Michael Smith. Um, 
the IOC tweeted earlier, and this is pretty much sums it up. Uh, but going to Rotherham games at the moment is basically just 90 minutes of me saying, God, he's good every time Michael Smith touches the ball. Um, <laughs> he's just... I, we've spoken about him a lot in the past few weeks, mate. He's scored two more goals. What more can we what more can we say at Michael Smith at the minute? Just, just uh, stay here, stay with us, Michael. <laughs> because yeah, I mean he's been he's been outstanding, hasn't he? He's been absolutely outstanding. So um, and he's unplayable at times, particularly at this level. You know what I mean? So so now he was he was brilliant on Saturday. He took both goals really really well. Um, got himself into some good position, but but he just grafts, doesn't he? he grafts for ninety minutes, mm. uh, and it just shows you that's that's you know if you've got if you've got the ability, add add some hard work in there, and and sky's the limit. You know, he, he, he were outstanding, absolutely outstanding. Can't I can't praise you, him enough. You, you don't need ability though. He didn't have ability when he come. He was awful. Well, yeah, he was awful. He was awful when he first no when he first came. He was nowhere near. Now he's one of the best players I've ever seen put on a Rotherham shirt. If I'm being deadly honest, in my time, he's mm. got he's got a, a claim to be one of the most, one of the best all round strikers I've seen in a long time. And you you you're probably going back and comparing him to Alan Lee with his not only his physicality and the way he, he brings others into play, but he's now has those goals this game. A good goal. He's not he's not scoring just headers, headers, headers. He's adding two, he's adding two or three, four different ways of scoring goals. Um, yeah, Danny, he was, he, he did everything yesterday. Even when we went down to 10 men, he were there grafting back on 18 yard line, trying to win the ball back. It just does everything you want in a striker. Yeah. He's, um, it, it's, it's, I don't, I don't know how to describe it because with Smithy, it sort of just jumps in the deep end with trying to help the team out. It's like when mm. Miller got sent off, he was playing left winger, yeah. you know, because that position needed filling until until we brought Matic on and obviously we sat back a little bit. But it, it, two of his three goals this season have been top quality. The one against Morecambe speaks for itself. But then he, yeah. even against uh, Doncaster, his second goal where the ball's come to him and he's hit it on the volley from outside the box. It's just left uh, the keeper stood there, just watching it. Uh, and to, to have three goals in five games already, it's a bit, you know what, fair play, you know. Um, and yeah, just, yeah, he's just, he's come on leaps and bounds since we're sounding from Berry. And I can't fault Cardiff's interest in him if they lose Kiefer Moore because we signed him as a replacement to Kiefer Moore. And now they're thinking about doing it as well. But yeah, brilliant player. He's come on leaps and back. He's come on leaps and bound for us. And I can I can understand people's um, dislike of him in certain situations because sometimes he is played as the lump it too forward. But mm. when you look at how he actually handles the ball and how he plays, is more than that. He, he's, he has ability on the ball, and he has the ability to be the lump it too forward at the same time. Do people actually not like him? Some some people think he is just a lump it too forward. Jesus Christ, that's mad. That is mad to me. Some people are so stupid. Honestly, <laughs> that's the stupidest got, thing I've ever heard. <laughs> he's got so much you want from a striker. He's got the ability to yeah, hold it. What more do you want? He can take. He, what more he can do take you want? Defeat. He can drop in and bring it. Bring other players into, into play. He can make a nuisance of himself in box, but he can also sit on edge at box and score from distance. It does it for he 90 can score minutes goals. as well. This is what he doesn't do it for 45 minutes. Oh, I need to come off. He does it for 90 minutes. You can't yeah. defend that. You, you just genuinely can't defend that at this level. Yeah. I think a lot of it is because people look at him and go, oh, he's not a 20 goal a season forward, is he? Oh, dear. It's no, like, it's no, right. no, it, it, it's, it's more. Them than people that, are though. idiots, honestly. <laughs> why would why, why just Simon Aldo? What an idiot. Why, why Stuart? Tony Stewart is such a tight ass. <laughs> he's just Simon Aldo, honestly. <laughs> He'll get twenty goals. This, he'll get twenty goals this season, Michael Smith. Why does it matter? If he well, stays up, he's going to Well, because you need because goals to get to win games. Mate. To get, yeah, if we yeah. go up, why does it matter? I don't. You got it three and five, and goals is not easy. Oh, yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. That's sort of the point, isn't it? Goals is not necessarily why I bought him in the first place, but he's now getting them goals. He's developed into a goal scorer. It, it, based on what we've seen, I know. Like, and towards in last season, the goals dried up a little bit, but I don't. That was a wider issue with the team rather than Michael Smith. The chances dried up, but yeah, go on, go on, mate. 
Uh, no, I mean, I was just saying we all we all agree with Ben. Really, there's there's no absolutely no excuse for for criticising him in any way uh, at the moment. The way he's performing, you know, I mean, obviously if he drops off and and, and don't put the effort in and 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 don't play particularly well, then yeah, he'll be open to some criticism just like anybody else. But at the moment, there's there's absolutely no reason for any criticism to be levelled at him because he just works he mm. works his socks off for ninety nine minutes, however long the game lasts. And he's scoring goals, and he's creating chances for others to score goals as well. So, um, yeah, yeah he's it, it, great, fantastic. There were a moment in the second half yesterday when the ball came miles away, and he went to take it down. Didn't quite take it down. And I think you said, Mick, I expect him to get that. And it was yeah, a yeah. really, really difficult ball to take. But it was. I mean, he came... expected him to get it now. Yeah, yeah, it came. It was a long ball into 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 Donny penalty area actually over over his shoulder. Mm. Um, and, and I just, I, I genuinely expected him to pull it out of air with his foot. I mean, it, it would, it would, it would, uh, if 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 Ronaldo had done it, everybody had been screaming how wonderful a wonderful a footballer he is. Um, but I just expected Smithy to do it because he does it so often. So, yeah, I mean, w- w- yeah, expectations get more, don't they? The the, the more that players, uh, more than players achieve, and and he's doing so well, so so well, so. Like Danny says, I can see that Cardiff. I can see why Cardiff are interested, but as, as Tony Stewart said to, uh, I think it was to Paul Davis, weren't it? Pretty much, you know, it's going to have to be a spectacular yeah. offer. Um, it's going to have to be a spectacular offer if um, if they want to come in for him. Yeah, well, the transfer window shuts in, but with two days mm. when you uh, when this goes out. Um, what's your price tag, Danny? Out of contract in summer. What the rumor was 1.5 million before Saturday, but the way the transfer market works, it scored two goals and was unplayable. That puts money on price tag for me. Well, from what I've heard from um, from someone someone I know, the um, if he does stay, the, the contract talks are opening up next weekend, and there's a bit of free time. So if he stays, he will probably get in a new contract soon. Um, don't tempt me with stuff like that, Danny. <laughs> <laughs> and, and the rumour is that might be Tony Stewart's surprise that he told Paul Davis about. Mm. It, it it might be. I mean, it's just speculation, but you know, yeah. possible uh, contract talks opening up. Tony Stewart's mentioned a surprise. We'll see. But from what all, from what Tony Stewart said to Radio Sheffield, he thinks of Smith like his son. You know, and mm. it will have to be stupid money to get rid of him. It'll be more money than Cardiff paid for Will Volks. I'm, Listen, saying, I'm saying, I'm saying that right now. It'll be, it'll be upwards of three million. If, if you're Tony maybe Stewart, maybe tilt into five. Yeah, I was just about to say that's exactly what I'm about to say. If you're Tony Stewart and Cardiff come a calling, um, yeah, you can have him. Not a problem. Five million is yours. Um, yeah, you know, I'd sell my son for five million. So <laughs> <laughs> I think it's sell for less than that. Yeah, well, yeah, probably. Uh, but the, the, the other point to add into that is let's. We're, all, we're assuming it's Cardiff because they're the only people left in it. We will know what they've got received for Kiefer Moore. So yeah. if, they, if they get 15 million quid for Kiefer Moore, we're well within his rights to ask for 3 million plus because they've just got that money in bank. And we've yeah, got absolutely. to try and replace somebody. Who, for, a, for a club like us, we cannot just go on the market and buy a Michael Smith. That's nobody not going to happen. There, it's, to, to come to us, well, there is nobody that's going to come to us that is at his level now. You would have to do the similar job and go and get somebody in who's similar build, similar everything else, and then try and build him into that. There is not a ready-made person that comes to League One. You can't build him into that. They have to want to get into that. I don't see anyone. Well, yeah. I haven't seen anyone in the football league that can do what Smith does. I don't think Keeper do Keeper more is a different player for me. I don't think I've seen anyone that yeah. does what Smith does. The way he does the the, the basics yeah. of just controlling yeah. the ball. For that man, of, a man of his size, to keep the ball so well, and I don't see anyone that can do that. And to find a replacement in two days is that's one reason why we've probably upped his price tag by about two million at least, because it only it only gives us well, we're, we're recording this on on Sunday, so if if it does move that quickly, we've got two days to find a replacement. There's been no official. Um, in, like interest to him, 
Like there's, there's people been ask, inquiring about him, but there's been nothing official. Mm. You know, it's just mm. been a phone call of, oh, um, is Smithy available? And Warner said, as they normally do, if the price is right. But what what club in the right mind, especially at championship level, looks at a player, granted one of the better ones, but a League One club with three days left of the transfer window and that club's going five million. You know, and, and Cardiff haven't lost Ski for more yet. Granted, yes, they might do. If I think it's Wolves that are interested in him. Mm. If Wolves come in for Ski for more and pay X amount for that, then Cardiff can come and have a look at Michael Smith. But with a player that's under a year left on his deal and the club's wanting three plus million for him, would you, and a player who isn't Kiefer Moore's level in the in the championship in terms of scoring goals, would would you take that risk as a club that wants to push up towards the, that, that top end of the championship? Would you take that risk hmm. with two days yeah. to go in a transfer window? It, yeah, but that's it. It look it does look from the outside. If you if you don't watch Michael Smith this week, it looks like a big risk for three million. That's a, that's a three million quid, three plus. Uh, we know it's not. We know it's not. That's that's the problem with Michael Smith. It's not. He isn't going to get you the goals that Keith Moore's going to get you. That, but it will do. More, it will do other stuff that Keith Moore doesn't do. So that's you where that's that, the though, balance that they've got to put up. You said that, Matt, and and no, he hasn't done so far, but he is still developing. He is still developing as a player. He is still mm. getting better. And he has now started. I accept we're only in August. But he is starting to add goals to his game as well. If he, if he gets 20 goals this season, then you can add another two or three million onto that five million price tag I just well, talked about. Yeah. And I don't, I, I don't care whether, whether, he, whether we're in League One, League Two, or, or National League. That's what he's worth to a, a, a championship club. That's his value, you know? You know, just because I, I live in Rotherham and somebody in in uh, and I've got a and I've got a BMW, somebody in London's going to pay twenty grand for a BMW, and it's only worth ten up here. Well, it's worth twenty anywhere, whatever. You know, what I mean, it doesn't matter where you are. Is what I'm trying to say. That were a crap analogy, but you it know was. what I mean. It doesn't matter where the, the value is. The value. It's not. It's a good analogy. A house is a house in Rotherham. Say that's worth fifty grand. That's going to be two fifty in London. The same yeah. house. Same area, same everything. Yeah, so it's, it's worth what it is. But... but anyway, anyway, they can play what they want. Um, I suspect he probably won't go. I'm, I'm kind of nailing my colours to that mass. I don't think we'll sell him because I don't think they'll offer what we want for him, whoever it is. I am yeah, more of the opinion that because of Saturday, because of Saturday's <laughs> performance, I think it's more that makes him more likely to go because of the way he played. You know, you know how short-sighted football clubs are. If they, yeah, see, yeah. if they see a really good performance, they think, oh, we've got to go get him now, haven't we? I think that's more that's pushed him further to go, potentially. Oh, if, that would, that would push them more likely to pay the money. Um, but if, if you're Michael Smith, would, would you go, though, now that you're just starting to show what you're all about in League One? I mean, it was behind... Cardiff's a big um, move away as well. Exactly. Far away, and, isn't it? And it's further away from Newcastle as well. Yeah. You know, it's like personal terms. Thing. It's like I, I said that about my uh, Matt Crooks going to Ipswich. I said there's no way he's going to Ipswich because it's the wrong place for him, and and it, and it mm. won't suit his needs. So same with Michael Smith. Why would he relocate to Cardiff when his base, if you like, is here? Like Matt Crooks, mm. his base is in Yorkshire, and he's still at a Yorkshire club. If Smith was to go anywhere, he'd go to another Yorkshire club or a club in Lancashire. Mm. But yeah. we've seen that Bristol don't want him anymore. Middlesbrough have signed somebody else. So and, and Cardiff are the only real front runners. But I just can't see him going to Cardiff. And I, I know I know he, he could and they could come in with a stupid amount of money for him. But I can't see it. So I'm Mick. I'm I'm saying he's not going to go. I think he's going to crack on. Maybe get a new contract. And yeah, that's my thoughts on it. I hope you're right. Um, we'll talk about, let's talk about transfer right. r- rumours. Um, according to that Alan Nick on Twitter for Works of the Sun, he's suggested that Cole Stockton is high on our list if Michael Smith leaves. He's the guy at Morecambe who has got four in five, has five games? Four goals so far this season. Um, I don't know too much about him. When he played against us, he didn't cause too many problems. Um, what, who? I would like to see more of him. Cole Stockton is called. He scored 12 in League Two last year. Wow. 
I don't really have much. <laughs> I, I, I'd like to come and tell you that he's six foot five and plays this way. I don't really know much about him. I just know he's got he's got he's got some goals <coughs> this season. When we spoke to the um, cameras, they Dave Salmon from from Morecambe for the scout report. He was raving about him, so they they were very positive about him. Uh, but he has just signed a new contract in the summer, I think. So that well, is the rumor as it stands. Morecambe. Oh, yeah. well, I don't know. I don't play, play against Plymouth. <clears throat> no, no. I, I, I don't think we'll sign him. We, we've, it's probably on our list as a uh, as a replacement as a replacement to Michael Smith, but. Like Ben said, you can't really replace him because there's no other player like Michael Smith. But yeah. like you say, it's a new deal in the summer. Morecambe will want stupid money for him. So it's one of them that I don't think will happen. It's one of those names that someone will have said, oh, it's on their list. It might be, but I can't see that happening at all. I'd like to think our transfer yeah. window's over and done with. Unless Smith goes. No, I'd yeah. like to think it's over and done with now. If Smith if Smith goes, it's not done. No, obviously, because then there'd be another transfer, wouldn't there? So transfer window won't be over and done with. What I'm saying is, <laughs> I, thought, I, thought, I thought you meant incomings. Uh, no, the transfer window as a whole, ins and outs. Okay. <laughs> so you, you don't think we need this fourth striker? Oh no! Well, let's not go down that way. Why? Way, shall we? we do. We've Why? covered that already. All right. All right. <laughs> Why? We've lost one game, two games this season. Oh, it's not about losing games. It's about it's yeah, about injuries it's, and suspensions. It's about winning games. It's about it's, it it's about having a squad. It's about having about a squad to get games. through four or six games. About yeah. games. But you've got to have a squad so, to get through a season to win those have, games. Yeah, you could have eleven players in your squad. If you win you get promoted at the end of the season, it doesn't matter about your squad, it's about winning games. Do whatever it does it takes to win the game. There's not been a team in the entirety of football history. I don't care. That, listen, post winning games. Post, hang on, hang on. Ben. <laughs> Post substitutes coming in, there hasn't been a team in football history that's not needed more than eleven players. You cannot get yeah. promoted with eleven players. You can You need it's. It's a squad. And I, I, Paul won't talks about this a lot. This is not us talking nonsense. Paul won't talks about needing the squad. Paul won't might not think they need a fourth striker. For me, we need a fourth striker because of what's already happened to Freddie. Smithy could pull up for injury tomorrow. JJ could pull up an injury tomorrow. For, for that reason, we need a fourth striker. I, Whether I we can say, get one cheap enough. No, 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 no. It's about winning games. If that requires having a squad, then you need a squad. But it's about winning games. So if one thinks that we can win games without buying a fourth striker, that's all that matters. Personally, I think, I mean, sore throat. Uh, yeah, tons of lighters. Uh, but tons of lighters. Mm, all right. uh, but, <laughs> yeah. I don't think we need one. Okay. I, I just just to let you know, I I I can't say whether or not the transfer window's open or uh, over or not. I just said, in my view, I'd like. Okay. To I'm open. It. If if it's done, I'd be I'd be happy. I, yeah. I, if we're going to if we're going with three, I would I would be content. I'd be concerned, but I would be I'd, keeping Smithy is good enough for me. Yeah. Um. One piece of negative, well, one more piece of negative thing to talk about from yesterday before we finish on more positives is the ticketing system. Um, three home oh games this season, two postponements. Um, it's a bit of a joke, unfortunately. And this, whatever this company in we've got is has let the club down. And another club have got to answer a little bit because they chose the company. Um, Danny, I think you were one of the ones that were stuck in the queue to get in. Is that right? Yep. Yep. It, uh... I, I mean, two two local derbies, two uh, postponements for kickoff, all because of the ticketing system. I mean, I, 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 I honestly don't know what's wrong with it. It, it must be something to do with the computer recognising the tickets because mm. you've got some people who works completely fine for, and then other people. I, 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 don't, I don't know. It's like. When because I, I went with my mum to, Don, to the Doncaster game, I've got a season t- ticket card and she had a normal ticket. So my, mine was like a contactless debit card, as I'm sure a lot of people know. But the mm. tickets have like a tiny little QR code that you have to scan at the bottom thing to get you in. Now, is it the computer's issue not picking that up, or is it the computer system not recognising it's a registered ticket, or is it because it's been folded in your wallet and so it's upset it? I honestly don't know. But whatever it is, it's shocking and I mean I was talking to a few stewards on the doors and they just said it's a complete shambles 
you've got nearly a thousand people outside waiting to get in, so they just have to open fire doors and look at your ticket, right, that's fine, off you go. And what they've started doing is they've got people outside with ticket scanners and they scan your ticket to make sure it's valid. So then you can go and use it again on the gate to get in. We shouldn't have to do that. It's like my mum said, technology is great until it doesn't work. Like, why can't we just have someone as a a backstop at the turnstile going, yeah, your ticket's valid, pushes a button and the door lets you through. They, they can do that at a lot of other calls where they've still got the gate man who looks at your ticket, mm. scans it, yep, off you go, pushes a button and you can go through turnstile. Mm. Why can't we do that? Why can't we have the button pusher at the turnstile? But, because your, your season ticket doesn't tell you, you can't tell whether your season ticket's valid or not, can you? Well, I suppose you can because it's a season ticket, isn't it? But, mm. yeah, yeah, I don't know. It's, it is, I'm, I'm sure somebody on Tuesday morning, because it's bank holiday, isn't it? On Tuesday morning, somebody's going to be getting called into um, Paul Douglas's office and coming out with a sore ass, I would imagine, because <laughs> they're going to have it kicked up and down, up and down New York Stadium, um, mm. and rightly so. Uh, you know, it, it, it's done on cheap. It's done on the cheap by this company. Clearly, um, it's the same company I think they're doing the the the, okay. the catering, and that's that again is just it's not working, is it? It's not working. So I'm sure I'm sure they'll sort it out the club, one way or another. And if it means binning these people off, then so be it, um, because they've not fulfilled their end at bargain. Because uh, ultimately, we're going to get a fine from EFL, aren't we? For uh, for, for mm. you know delaying kickoffs. It's it's, it's, it's farcical. Yeah. So they, they, they're a little bit unlucky. That they're not unlucky because it should work. Uh, but yeah, two uh, uh, two this. biggest games. The two biggest games of the season have already been, you know, if they started with Plymouth and then Fleetwood and then Wimbledon or something like that, they could have got through, they could have worked through these scene issues a lot easier. They shouldn't have the thing, to, but, the, the but thing, playing, the, playing those things has not helped either. No, it hasn't. The, the thing is, you know, we, I've just said it there, it's not difficult, is it? If, maybe it is difficult, maybe it is a difficult process, maybe it's a difficult thing to um, to have to put in place. I'm sorry, it's all gone dark, hasn't it? Um, <laughs> Yeah, at least you don't have to look at me now. That's the main thing. But <laughs> if, it, if it is difficult, don't sell it. Don't sell it as a mm. working product. Um, yeah. You know, let's go back to printed season tickets where we hand them over. Printed tickets where you hand them over and they're ripped in half. Never, it's never failed. And paying people on the gate to do that will be cheaper than installing a computer system. I'm absolutely positive. Uh, in the a short computer term, system that yeah. doesn't work. Yeah, yeah, don't work. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Uh, Let's bring back to the football. Finish up on the football Um, after the red card. Ben, uh, Freddie got pulled off, which I felt sorry for Freddie, but it was the only call to be made um, to make that change. But it was so comfortable, even with ten men. We did not look like conceding. We, We we defended really, really well. All right, Donny, rubbish. But we could still be playing now, and I don't think Donny would have scored because we just defended really, really well. I thought Donny was crap. I think we defended well to say we had 10 men, but they, they, they wasted so many chances. There were a few crosses where I was like, have you actually tried to put that into the ball? <laughs> it's genuinely one of them. And I think we defended yeah. well to say we had 10 men. I think in the championship, we might have got punished a little more. Uh, but it's a better team. Did enough. Yeah, against a be- against a good team, against a, a football team, uh, I think we'd have uh, maybe been punished a little more. But we got the job done, and that's all that matters, really. Okay, mm. football manager. The couple was we almost got caught defensively in the first half, and would have went wandering hard and didn't cover him. Uh, it didn't, thankfully, didn't cost us. Um, we'll, we'll come to any other any other sort of mentions, but I want to mention Ollie Rathbone again. Um, if takeaway Smith's two goals, Danny Rathbone were man at match, he, he was superb. Rathbone again, he's just everywhere, isn't he? Yeah, I, I, how have we managed to sign him from Rochdale for, for what is effectively a, a minimum fee? You know, yeah. I, I, don't, I don't know the exact figures, but it's around 300k that we've paid for Rathbone. And as someone mm. who's shown what he's all about with us, that is dirt cheap money. He, he, he could be, if it's not Smith, he could be our next big fee, you know, from another club because I, I, I don't know he's just come in and just gone straight into it and 
like with is it he's effectively his assist at Morecambe. Um, his play against Chef Wednesday and against Doncaster, he, he is just everywhere up and down that line. And it was really unfortunate not to score because if the ball's come to him, mm-hmm. if he takes a touch and then shoots, I reckon he scores. But it's just that he's, yeah. he's just spun and hit it and keeper saved it. Granted, it were a pretty powerful strike, but if he takes a touch and then it's it, then it's probably 3-0. And I really want Rathbun to score because when he scores it'll be even better because then he's gone, oh, I can actually get, poke it in now and I can go and go for goal. Yeah. So, okay. as soon as he scores, he's off. He, he could be our top scorer in, in terms of like the midfield, from midfield. Like, it could mm-hmm. be Smith, Freddie and then probably uh, Rathbone as well in, in terms of our top scorers this season. He does need to add that to his game, doesn't he? And once he does, he'll be, uh, like you said, he'll be away. Yeah. Mm. Can I it's, um, it's a hell of a battle to get I... a game in that midfield. Come on, man. I just say, I, I, it's been five games. I think he's been playing. I think he's been playing amazing. Mm. Uh, but I don't want everyone to jump, get on this this wave of he's amazing. And then you know what I mean. Uh, I think because everyone did that with Clark Harris, uh, if I remember correctly, and everyone knows what happened there. So yeah, there was I, a lack of work with Clark Harris. Been, this guy's got fact, that yeah, work been, You say that in hindsight. Uh, you say that in hindsight. Uh, everyone was raving about him. I think he's been good. He's been really good. I wouldn't take him out of the team for anything, uh, but it's been five games. Uh, if he's going to first at the season, then I don't see why not. But yeah, it's a, it's a hell of a battle that central midfield, Mick. Um, you've mm-hmm. got the three who played Lindsay Wiles and obviously Rathbun. We've talked about Barley's a can't get in team, a Dolphin can't get a start. Um, we are very lucky at midfield, I think yeah. we're well set. What were your thoughts on Wiles yesterday? Because Wiles is very, very an easy target. Let's put it that way. Yeah. He's a very easy target for the, for the for the not the boo boys, but the people who like to get stick. Until yeah. he made his first mistake, giving the ball away, I thought it was really, really good. Once he made his first mistake, he made a couple more and a couple more. Mm. It seemed to just at one instant seem to change his game a little bit. Yeah, maybe he's taking notice a little bit. Some of the criticism he gets from from people who you know who. Like me, who shouldn't be giving it, if you know what I mean. Um, I'm not criticizing, him, but I shouldn't be giving it. You know, what I mean, I'm not. In a, I'm not qualified um, to to give him criticism that he should be taking any notice of. Is what I'm trying to say. I think. Um, I, I thought you were you know, watching. Well, yeah, I've been. He's going to make mistakes, and the reason he's going to make mistakes is because he's involved in just about everything that happens in that midfield. You know. So, so it's inevitable that that's going to happen, and he is going to give the ball away because he's involved in it all the time. Um, so, yeah, I thought he were outstanding again. Yeah, he made some mistakes. Yes, he gave the ball away, and a couple of times in in potentially dangerous positions, hmm. he'll learn from it eventually. He will get there. He's he's improving all the time. Yeah, he's a fantastic footballer, uh, and 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 he's got that place in that midfield sewn up. He's playing where he should be playing in the centre of midfield. Uh, and where he can make the most impact on the game. And he certainly has an impact on every game he's played in, without a shadow. So, mm. so yeah, I, I have no issues with Ben Wilde. He's going to carry on making mistakes and all. Because we all yeah. do. I, 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 I thought the first hour first hour was his best hour of the season so far. I know he scored a goal, but he's had issues with his... Pre- I thought, up until his first mistake, I thought he was brilliant on Saturday. For me, it's, it's so good that it's kind of a... Uh, like a Michael Jordan effect, but not to that level. If, if you make a mistake, everybody sees that mistake. Mm. Smith gave the ball away. Woody gave the ball away. Rathbone gave the ball away. Yeah. But because Wiles is almost a centre of attention because of the position that he plays and how good he is and what he means to the club, it's granted, yeah, that there were bad positions to get the ball away, but it's uh, emphasised more because of how good he is, I think, in my opinion. And oh, this, might, this might, might be way off mark, Danny, but the problem, one of the problems with playing him at left back and right back and left wing is that he hasn't had that much time to make these mistakes in professional football, so to learn from them. This is the first run of games he's getting in that central position. And he's now learning. He's now learning about these stupid mistakes and how the Wednesday ones, as a prime example, he made a stupid, silly mistake and it costs a goal. He's now got to be learning from them. Yeah, and it's the hard learning curve of professional football. You have to, well, you have to make mistakes to learn from him. You can't be taught how to do everything perfect first time. Hmm. 
And, and, I, and I don't know why Wales gets a lot of stick, but like Ben said, I think it's because he is so good and is one of the best products of our academy. And that's the thing. He, he is our player. He's come through every door of the academy and into the first team. And it's one of his first real runs in centre midfield. And he's learning how to play professional football in that position for this team, surrounded by players of quality like Rathbone and Lindsay and Barlazer and all that. But with with Wales, he's the same age as me. You know, he's, he's like a month older than me. And I had the privilege of meeting him two years ago. And he's, he's still he's still just a young lad. In terms of football, he's still a young lad. Like You've got players younger than him at the top level, but they've been at the top level for their whole careers. He's come through at a League One club. In fact, he's come through at the academy whilst we were still a League Two club. And then he's come into the League One fold. And then we've been bouncing between the Championship and League One so much, he's never really bedded in as where he fits in. You know, in the Championship, he had mm. to play left-back cover, right-back cover, left-wing cover sometimes. He's not really had a big run in centre midfield, but now it's like, right, this this could, this could be his season. This could be the season where he goes, right, this is what I need to do. I need to learn from every mistake that I make and just crack on with it. And so far, granted, it's only five games, but so far, he has done really well. He's made mistakes, but he's made some challenges and some passes and all that that shows where his quality is. It's like it's like a one Doncaster player and completely wiped him out. And, and the best thing is he got the ball and one us a throw in. Yeah. You know, so he's got that about him, but at the same time, he's still a young, he's still relatively young, and still has a lot of mistakes in him. But that's good. Make mistakes and learn from it. If you can't learn from it, then that's his issue. But I think he'll he'll look at his mistakes and go, "I do I not do that next time," which yeah. is good for a player of his level. That's good. Mm. And wait, we're running out of time, really. But finally, hats off to Jimmy Lindsay. He played a different role because he didn't have to mark Barry Bannon out of game or play like Barry Bannon out of game. We saw much more of him. Again, if his run, if his run was more was cleverer, he would have scored a goal. It was he, he just went a bit early uh, or didn't get back. Sorry, um, I thought Jimmy Lindsay was superb as well. Uh, I don't didn't want to go back without mentioning that really. Um, so that's what we've got time for today. So thank you all for listening and watching on YouTube. If you are, um, Mick, uh, the Wednesday shirt, Rotherham fans, mainly Rotherham fans listen to this, but any Wednesday fans still listening, the Wednesday shirt will be auctioned off at some point this week. Keep an eye on the socials, um, because that will be out there that sometime this week, won't it, Mick? Uh, yeah, I need to get it out of my house. It's making my house smell a bit now, so um, I need to get rid. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Um, and uh, a big happy birthday, Danny. It's your birthday, isn't it? Today, on yes, it is. Yes, 22 years <laughs> of age. I'm starting to feel old now. Happy I'm birthday, birthday where hangovers affect you more after a night out. Yes, it gets worse. <laughs> <laughs> um, and the final thing to mention is over the next few weeks, Ben will be doing less and less of these episodes. Uh, Ben's had a brilliant opportunity in London to go to college in London, um, and they are, you know, I told him, I told him, I said to him, Ben, tell him you've got podcasting duties that need to take precedent over stupid American football, but he hasn't listened. Um, we will still have Ben with us, so, you know, it will still be he- here, here now and there, but good luck, Ben, in your uh, NFL course. We, uh, we wish you well, mate. Thank you. Yeah, best of luck with it, mate. Thank you. Um, Mick, good luck in the car park in Wales. And he's gone fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> um, so please subscribe on YouTube, follow us on Twitter, follow us on it's Facebook, whatever you I'm see. I'm starting us. to get a bit worried now, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> he's gone. He's gone. And he's gone. Um, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, it's only getting worried. Um, <laughs> yeah, I've lost my train of thought now. Oh, yeah. There's no, obviously, there's no game next week because of the international break. So we will work on maybe doing an episode, depending on the transfer. Well, we'll do, probably do a transfer roundup at the end of the week. Um, and then maybe next week we'll work on one or, things, one or two other things. We'll, we're not going to do a match preview for the Doncaster game and the pizza trophy because it's not worth doing just a preview just for that game. So we might do something Who else. Doncaster. Oh, is it? The only interesting that's, point from that would be is that Curtis Tilt could be playing. That is the only interesting thing that could happen in that game. But we're not covering it just for Curtis Till, unfortunately. <laughs> um, but we'll let you know. Keep an eye on the socials. We'll let you know. Um, thank you very much for watching and listening. And we will see you all next time. Thank you very much.
The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Opening up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com.